what, one of the things that we wanted to focus this uh, initial podcast around was the the relationships between not necessarily just parents but but adults and and, and junior golfers and the, the sort of the caddy player relationship I think what you've just said then from a parent point of view when they're looking at colleges and things like that as well you know the parents are under that pressure and I think sometimes the parents absorb that pressure of being a caddy for their own child you know they'll look at this junior and they're like oh they've got to be doing this and they've got to be doing this and they're putting the pressure that they're then feeling onto that child and you know what we touched on um briefly last week was the role of the caddy you know the role of the parent as a caddy and you had some great insight and some great thoughts on that and I would just like you to develop that a little bit further with us you know tell us what you've seen tell us the good the bad and you know the absolutely awesome as well you know you've already mentioned your own daughter's caddy um Dan and you know how he is with her and things like that so you know tell us tell us about the role of the the parent as a caddy well, well, to be honest with you, I think the parent is the most important role of anybody out there because, you know, even if the parent isn't caddying, um, the parent is the person driving the kid to the golf course. The parent is the person that they're driving home from the golf course with. The parent is the person that the kid is looking to when they're on the golf course. You know, if, if even if it isn't the parent that's caddying, you could have a coach caddying, you could have, you know, a relation caddying. At the end of the day, the kid is looking to their parent for approval. <coughs> And as the parent is even standing on the sidelines. So I really think the parent's role is bigger than anybody else when they're out there. I mean, we have to be our child's biggest teammate, even if we're not out there walking the fairways with them. And the thing is, you know, you can often look at it. If you, if you were out playing in, in a best ball tournament, if you're playing in something with, with a friend of yours and, and your partner gets up there and hits a bad shot, you don't start reaming them right away and start, how could you miss that? Or how could you miss that? But we don't, we don't do that, do we? why then why would we do it to our children so you know when we're out there we really have to be extremely careful about how we speak to them we have to be very careful about how we react to them and i'll often say even sometimes not reacting at all is enough of reaction for the kids and our children know us better than anybody else i mean our children are literally miniature versions of us they copy us they they see everything we do and you know and, and so even when you don't react and i've had that conversation with parents where they'll say well, I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything that time. And I'm like, you didn't have to say anything because I was 70 yards away and I could see her face. So, you know, and, and if the little girl is standing right next to them looking up into daddy's face for approval after missing a, a one foot putt for birdie on the second hole, then the child felt that as well. Yeah. Um, you, you know, and, and so as far as the most important role, uh, you know, a parent plays, it's just being that teammate. It's being yeah. the person that's there for the kid when things are good and when things are not so good. And it's teaching the kids that there are up and down days. It's teaching the kid that, you know, honestly, and I always say this about Katie, and sometimes I think it's a bit of her innocence. Uh, you know, Katie's only six years old. She's playing the World Championships next week. She's very fortunate to be surrounded by a lot of really good people in the golf world. And I don't just mean, you know, her auntie Michelle, her uncle Dan, and Scott, one of her other coaches at Michelle Home School of Golf, they work with her. She's very fortunate for that. And, you know, my husband does a great job even, you know, keeping his mouth shut when he's out there. He's learned, God knows, he knows not to say anything when he's out there as well, because he's learned from us. Um, But even the community of players in our area and the other kids that are playing, um, you know, the U.S. Kids Local Tour with us, because we are always talking about this, we're always encouraging the parents, we're always trying to create these good situations. um, I think Katie's been very fortunate that she's kind of grown up almost on the golf course in this little bubble of, 
this is just fun and this is great and we're competing and we're playing in state championships and regional events and now she's going to play the world championships next week and it's still just purely fun and entertainment yeah um, and and she's very fortunate for that and i think part of it is it's an innocence you know in a way yeah. like katie's going to play the world championships next week and to be honest with you i don't think she other than the fact that she's obsessed with Pinehurst and she knows the World Championships is happening in Pinehurst, she doesn't get it. She doesn't understand that yeah, there's yeah. only only a hundred girls, seven and under girls in the world that are going to be here next week, and she happens to be one of them. You know, she doesn't get that. We don't mm-hmm. we don't really tell her that. We don't talk about that. She just knows she's going to play the US another US Kids event, and it happens to be the World Championships, and it happens to be in her favorite place in the world, which is Pinehurst. So, um, you know, it's just. just <coughs> the beauty and the innocence and it's our job as the parents to keep that innocence with them as long as possible the minute we take that away from them things change you can see it you can see it in their face you can see it in their demeanor things change at that point and the way they play the game then changes fear starts to come into play um doubt starts to come into play all sorts of negative things start to come into play for the child and you know think about yourself even as an adult anything you do whether it's playing golf whether it's in your job when you have fear, when you have doubt in what you're doing, even in everyday life, whether it's a, a significant purchase you're making for your family, you know how anxious you get, you know the anxiety you feel. Imagine doing that to a child. So again, we have to step up and be that person that's there to protect their innocence, that, you know, creating the drive in a positive way, creating the the want to to win and learn and play, and but doing it in the right way, doing it in a positive way. Yeah, I think that one one of the there's just a couple of things that I wanted to sort of tag on to what you've just mentioned yeah. there because but first and foremost, I just wanted to give a shout out to to Evie Carter that runs the US Kids Tour oh, yeah, yeah. In, in the U in the UK. Uh, they, these were Isaac's first competitions um, that we entered this year, um, and he's got a couple more lined up. Um, and I'll be honest, it was my I I introduced him to golf. I've spent you know much of my time with him and. I don't coach him. I, I, you know, in, this, in essence, my the way I see my role at the moment is just to sustain the enjoyment that he gets when he hits a great shot, and he's doing yeah. that more often than not as we as we as we develop, which is great a great feeling as a dad. But my my, I mean, and I followed golf for years as well, but I felt um, a very different appreciation of the role of a caddy when I first went into those tournaments, <laughs> and and I think back to. Uh, the second tournament in particular we played, I think it was Nottingham Country Club, and um, just he played a fantastic drive, as did the other two boys. And then there was a little ravine just before the first green. And even though he played two great approach shots to get to there, he hit the ball in the water, he dropped, he hit the ball in the water, he hit the ball in the water. And it, I could see it sat from him. And I think that for me, that was the first real challenge that I had just to try and get his head back together. Because the next hole was equally, yeah. equally we went through the same thing. There was about, I think it was about a 90 yard par three. We had to hit over water. And by that point, he was, I think he was more worried about losing balls than anything else. I think that was probably yeah, his, yeah, his, yeah, major, yeah. his major worry was, oh my God, I've lost another ball, dad. How many have you got in the bag? <laughs> I was getting worried at that point, but I was trying to keep a bit of a, you know, keep, I was like a duck, the person, you know, a duck personified. I was all flustering underneath, but the, <laughs> it was, it was crazy. But what what I wanted to find out was is that um, there's there's two angles really because there are some events in the UK where even children as young as seven eight years old they're, they're not allowed a caddy, uh, whereas the US Kids Tour events obviously they they are allowed a caddy and we just wanted to get your view really on at that age what where do you feel the balance should be between promoting self sufficiency for a child 
and also mm-hmm. being the sort of the you know the supported arm of a child you know actually on the course as well yeah um you know i i obviously follow along with a lot of what you know us kids golf do and i'm a massive supporter of what us kids golf do i think the role of caddy is is very 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 important and i think it is important for a child especially as young as seven in my opinion yeah. even eight i mean nine and off that's where kind of us kids go okay you you can be out there now at this point without a caddy um i think it is important in those younger divisions to have a caddy but i will also say if the caddy is doing their job right if the caddy is doing and okay. saying the right thing yeah because yeah. your child is as well to be out there by themselves at the age seven and and figuring it out by themselves even if there's a lot of mistakes made along the way they're as well to be out there by themselves and have a caddy out there with them that's not able to help and guide and control the emotions out there and um, so you know i guess i've got it got a mixed you know answer on that i do i do think that at that age you know six five six seven eight i do think that caddy should be out there but i think the caddies need to be very very careful about being out there you know um we, we don't expect the caddies especially the, the non-golfers we don't expect you to be a tour caddy you know you're not trained to do this and that's what makes it that little bit harder but at the end of the day we just want you to go out there and push the bag or carry the bag or whatever it is and just smile and keep them happy and encourage and let them make decisions and let them fail and let them succeed and let them have all these experiences out there just kind of let it happen and your only goal is to just kind of stand by them as they do it and as long as you're doing that i say absolutely <coughs> yes absolutely 100 we should have caddies out there at that age yeah. if we're not doing that i worry that we are actually hurting the child more in the long run because we're yeah. teaching them i mean think about what you teach a child at that age that stays with them for life like the, the kids at that age, they hang on to every word their parents say. I mean, by the time they're 10, 11, 12, 13, they kind of have a bit of an attitude and they, they only listen to half of what a parent says anyway. But at those little, little kids, I mean, they're hanging on every word their parents say. They really yeah. want and believe in your trust and your love. So if you're not able to provide the right environment for them out there, you probably should just step back and let them do it by themselves or get somebody else to do it, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a friend or, or a relation or whatever, whoever else it might be. And, and own up to that. Be able to say, listen, I just can't do it out there. I'm, you know, for whatever reason, my mentality doesn't work with being a caddy. So, yeah. and if we own up to that as the caddy, again, we're a parent. That's an important job for us to do is admit this stuff um, and then ask somebody else to do it. You know, it can even be a non-golfer because at the end of the day, what's their job? Their job is to show up, push the bag, smile and encourage. That's it. You don't need a golfer to do that. You can have anyone, you can have your neighbor do it. So, um, you know, to, to answer your question there, I think it is really important for a kid to have a caddy at that age if the caddy is able to do the right thing. Just to sort of answer the second part of that question then, because it's quite interesting uh, where mm-hmm. we're at with the conversation now is, what do you, I suppose it's two parts of this question, is do you feel there's enough out there, enough information out there to educate parents on how to be the best caddy? And whatever your answer is what can be done to continue to to provide you know we're trying to help steer that conversation you know we're speaking with people like yourself because you know we we do feel like there's again as parents we're learning we're going through that journey ourselves and leo is 20 months i'm sure we'll go go through that with him because as as he's as he's loving his golf at the moment but yeah what, what what information do you feel um could be out there to really support parents in that respect especially when they've not when they've got no or limited experience in golf themselves as well? 
Sure, sure, sure. Well, one of the things that US Kids uses is the Positive Coaching Alliance. Uh, um, the Positive Coaching Alliance. Have you seen that by any chance? We, we haven't. No. Okay, so if you go onto the US Kids website, you will see that, and it's something that actually all of us as core directors and um, US Kids certified coaches you all have to do it. And it's called the Positive Coaching Alliance. And it's not just geared for coaches, though, it is geared for the parent caddy as well. Um, and that is accessible to you on the US Kids website. I think there is, there is a charge to, to do the program, but it's well, well, well worth looking into. Um, US Kids are quite strict on how their caddies, the code of conduct and how they are on the golf course. Um, so if we have situations where caddies have gotten warnings or caddies have maybe been taken off the bag for inappropriate behavior, they, they cannot get back on until they've gone through the Positive Coaching Alliance seminars. Wow. And so, so, so that's one of the things. And again, that's one of the reasons that we love US Kids Golf and what they do is because that's they're there for the kids. Really at the end. positive, though. Oh, yeah. At least it's, there's somebody out there that's looking out for that kid. You know, we're looking out for the kid. on behind the scenes, but on that day, somebody's actually yeah. seeing what's happening and 100%. take action. So, yeah, that's a really positive. 100%. It's actually in the local. Um, that the, the, uh, the U.S. Kids Golf hard card, which is basically, it's all the rules and regulations and everything to do with U.S. Kids Golf tournaments. And, and it's in there, the code of conduct policy and what happens to a parent caddy if, or, or any caddy, um, should the code of conduct be breached. And it kind of gives you a guide on what they expect as far as code of conduct. So, um, but the Positive Coaching Alliance, it's, it's a really good start. I would suggest any parent caddy to do it. Um, as far as, you know, I, I, I have to mention uh, my sister, Michelle. If, if you follow Michelle's social media, um, her Instagram page, Michelle Home School of Golf, I mean, you would get so much information on how to positively be a good uh, parent and a good parent caddy. And um, she's always posting stuff about that. And to be honest with you, a lot of the stuff that I have learned has come from her. Um, you know, for myself being a coach as well at Michelle Home School of Golf, I preached this stuff for so long. And then when my own child started playing golf and started competing in tournaments, I went, oh, this is real. Like, this is not just preaching to somebody else on how to do their job as a parent. I'm now out there and I have to practice what I preach and I have to show that this is the right way to do it. And um, But most of what I learned, honestly, came from her and what she shares and her thoughts. And, um, you know, some other things that I think then that we can do as a community. Um, I think that golf professionals, golf coaches, especially junior coaches, I do think that um, there could be more out there. You know, it's just as important to, as coaching a child to play golf as coaching the parent on how to be 100%. A, a, yeah. a good parent caddy. And yeah. Yeah. whether that's setting up caddy seminars, caddy talks, caddy lessons. We've often had families from our, um, for, from Michelle Home School of Golf, that we've walked two, three, four holes with the parent caddy and we're helping them and teaching them about the things to say, the things to do, how to react. And sometimes the kid is out there. Sometimes the kid's not even out there at all. Um, and I think it's really important for golf schools. You know, if, if you want to be a really good junior golf coach and a really good junior golf school, you have to incorporate that relationship with the parents as well. It's just yeah. as important as the kid being able to play golf. Because again, at the end of the day, I'll go back to it. If the kid doesn't have a love of the game, if the kid isn't, the kid isn't enjoying what they're doing out there because of a parent that's behind the scenes, yeah. then they're going to quit anyway. So if you've got this, if you're if you're a junior golf academy, you've got all these good kids out there, but you've got a thousand parents behind the scenes that aren't playing their part and doing what they're supposed to be doing, then those kids aren't going to go anywhere at the end of the day anyway. They're just going to end up falling out because they're not enjoying what they're doing. So if you can also take the parents and guide and teach them, then you're keeping those kids in the game for life. 
and you're getting more kids because now the parent doesn't have to be a good parent caddy out there or just a parent spectator out there. They're bringing the next generation of golf around. And the, the, the possibilities are endless then at that point. You know, so I think as, as a whole, the junior golf community, I think we could steer more to the parent caddy and, and, and just having more information accessible to the parents um, on how to be a good teammate for their kids. But I think that comes with, you know, classes, clinics, not being a step out of your comfort zone. I know it's, it's, you know, the first time you do a parent caddy class might seem strange that you've got five dads standing in front of you that all maybe have attitudes when they're out in the golf course with their seven-year-old and you're the one that stands there trying to tell them to calm down a little bit. Let's just have fun. Let's, you know, but, but you've got to step out of your comfort zone and do it because you're doing it for the kids at the end of the day, not for the parents. Yeah. You're doing it for the kids, you know? I think just coming back to what you were saying about Michelle and kind of what you've learned from Michelle, um, you actually shared a quote with us last week and it was, it's easy to be a good caddy on the good days. It's even more important to be a good caddy on the bad days. And that, that's just really lovely. And I think that that kind of sums up, you know, what Michelle puts out there, you know, the, the values of the Michelle Holmes School of Golf and things. And um, yeah, it was just a really lovely quote that you shared. Yeah, it is. It's really important. And like, we see that all the time. Like, you know, I spent all those years coaching and then I became a US Kids Tour director. So I was looking at it from a coach's point of view. Then I was looking at it from the director's point of view. Um, and then I got really close. And when Katie started playing and I was actually, you know, as a director, you're driving the golf course. So you're, you're hopping from hole to hole. You're seeing lots of different things. So you can miss a lot of stuff at that at that point. Um, but being out there with my, my own daughter out there as a spectator and watching how the parents and the caddies um, interact with the kids for straight nine holes, you see a lot and you learn a lot. Um, and it is like when your kid's having a good day, it is easy to be laughing and and jumping up and down and have high fives and everything else going so good that's when you kind of really have to step up to the plate and a lot of that depends on you know the junior you're you're, you're working with or you're, you're talking about like are they do they understand that do they understand that they're having a bad day um what is their kind of drive like what is the expectations of the child like that plays a big big part in it one of the things I always laugh about with Katie is Katie is so innocent on the golf course. It's almost comical. I truly do not think that Katie, Katie doesn't think that there's such thing as a bad shot in golf. Katie hits a golf ball and she goes against it. She hits it again. She has never, I don't think she's ever reacted to anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and I think it's so important to protect that innocence. And it's, yeah. you know, she genuinely hasn't any idea. And some days I'm like, geez, I wish there was a bit more drive there that she would actually, you know, be able to comprehend this. But at the end of the day, when she misses a putt or when she tops a drive off the tee a couple of feet, I mean, she missed the ball one day at, at the, fir the, the first tee shot. I mean, she hasn't missed a golf ball in I don't know how long, but it was a tee shot at a U.S. Kids event on the first hole and they announced her on the tee and she swung and she missed it. And she looked at Dan and she was like, what do I do now? Like she hadn't, <laughs> you know, and Dan was like, well, you better swing again. And I, I'm pretty sure he asked, she asked him if it counted as a shot. He's like, no, and, you know, went along, but it did count as a shot. And he, you know, obviously added that to the scorecard or whatever else, but, you know, she doesn't need to know that now. Um, but, you know, I think there's a beauty in that, um, that innocence. Yes. And, you know, when we go back again to that quote, and it's, it's even more important to be that really good caddy or parent or spectator on the bad days, because that's the day they need you. That's when they need, they're all working bad, you know, especially if they, again, it goes back, do they understand? If they understand that they're having a bad day, they need you then. They need yeah. mommy to come up and give them a hug. They need the dad to give them a high five. Like they need this stuff. And if you're not providing that, you're only hurting them further. 
So, and it's sometimes like, I kind of, you know, when I talk about this out loud, even when I, you know, those comments that we were going back and forth on on Facebook and I'm writing this out. And I think at one point I said, isn't it a ridiculous concept to think that we as parents could be mad at our children for trying their best? Like, isn't that ridiculous to say out loud? I mean, we're having this conversation here as parents. I take away maybe being a coach or a director, just as a parent. Why would I be mad at my child for anything? Yeah. It, that that's they're you know they're just trying their best for that's not a behavior issue it's literally just something happened something went wrong it is what it is let's get off yeah. of it and yeah. um, but it happens out there and we have to be so 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 careful about that um and, and we have to work towards that and like you're saying there about the different resources like the parent has to put themselves out the parent has to step back and really own up to how they are as a parent yeah. you know i think when a parent can step back and we've had parents on our local tour i've had friends of mine that have gone listen, I know I can get a little bit touchy out there. Or I'm, I'm really trying to do better, a better job of not reacting in a certain way. And I'm like, that's fantastic. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't be on your kid's bag while you're learning, you know, going through this. If you can own up and say, hey, listen, I know I don't do a great job of this. What can I do? And um, you're already halfway there at that point. You want to yeah. do what's right for your kid at that stage. Yeah. And just, just keep battling through it. Keep doing it. Yeah, I think what well, as you're talking, and I think that I'm sure you've seen it, the short game documentary. Yes, yes, yes. And, and it yes. was very interesting. Obviously, you've got parents and, and children from all, all literally all over the world, and I think it was very interesting to see the dynamic and the approach based from a cultural standpoint. Yeah. In terms of how they how they naturally offered it, there was a lot of pressure put on a lot of kids, but there was others yeah. where I think I remember where there was a the, the French there was a French kid who missed the putt, and he was in a bit of an awkward interaction with his mother and yeah I, I think I suppose what's I think what often a lot of parents and even well even children can forget is golf is a very very hard sport yeah you yeah, know and absolutely. I think there's, there's the, the technical intricacies on every single shot that you play I mean you know statistically you're going to hit the bad one now and again you know it's, it's a game that nobody's mastered right but you know and I think that as a parent I think that Again, thinking about some of the advice that we've seen from some of the great Q&As that we've done with coaches since we launched Nosy Golf in October, I think that it's actually genuinely changed my perception in terms of, um, you know, what my role is. And I think the thing is, a lot of it can stem from when you see kids at a driving range and a stranger will walk by, Isaac will hit a good one, for instance, and be like, oh, he's the next Tiger Woods. But what, oh, yeah. they, but, but what, what they don't realise is that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of these kids doing this yeah. all of the time you, you know and I think that right. I I've taken my, my approach now in terms of how I, we've got a couple of tournaments coming up in, soon and I I see myself as sort of like a it's almost like an enjoyment officer <laughs> you, yeah, 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 you, you yeah, know yeah. I'm gonna go there I'm gonna carry the bag and I hope he plays his best shot every single time but if he doesn't well I've had a great day's a great day's <laughs> goal and I yeah. think that's my view on it now, because at first, when you do see that your kid's got a little bit of talent and, and that they're enjoying it at the same time, I, don't get me wrong, there's times when I thought, wow, if he can really develop and focus and stuff, but then I think he's just turned eight. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and he's a kid. And, I, and, 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 and I think yeah. that's when I was that age and I would have been exactly the same. I might have not even realised that, that I was doing things yeah. right or whatever. It, 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 I was just doing it. I was very instinctive. So it's yeah. interesting what you say about Katie there in the respect that she just feels like she's rocking up to another golf tournament. She's yeah. She's going to hit she some, some more balls. She's going to make yeah. some friends along the way and just have a great day, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great way to yeah. look at And it's funny yeah. because, you know, yeah, it's funny <laughs> because has, uh, Katie has an uh, Instagram page, Katie Doc, 
Have you seen her Instagram page? Oh, we look at Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. She's fab. So, yeah. And she puts a lot of her stuff on there and what she's doing. And the big thing for the, the Katie Golf page is to be able to show it to Katie one day, really, and to have documented all this stuff. But when we go to these events like this, a lot of people who would just have followed her page, they'll be walking up to her like, oh, there's Katie Golf, you know, whatever. And she's looking at them like, uh, what is She's <laughs> <laughs> no, no idea. She's six years old and she hasn't a clue. And, you know, I hope to keep that innocence for a really, really, really long time. Because yeah. it seems to, you know, it works for her. That's her personality, you know, um, that that innocence does work for her. And then, then there's other kids in her age division that, you know, they're not as innocent. They understand what's going out there. They know when they bogey a hole that they're well prepared now, whatever it might be. Um, and they know, you know, they know what scores they're shooting throughout the round. Um, and, and that's okay as well, as long as their personalities fit that and as long as the caddy can help control that as well. Uh, you know, because you, you do, you know, every child is different. Every child is completely different out there. And I'm not saying yeah. that, you know, that every child is supposed to be like Katie and have Katie's approach. That's just what works for her personality. That's how we are with her. And um, it's not for every child. You can have the kid that is more competitive and has more fire and more of a drive with, with them and when it comes to it. But we still, in fact, it's probably even more important to be a better caddy at that point because yeah, your kid doesn't yeah. know what's going on. You know what I mean? Um, so Katie's making it easy for us so far, I think. <laughs> we'll see how long the innocence lasts. <laughs> and how about Jack? <laughs> oh, Jack, my little Jack. He's as cute as can be. He loves it. He loves golf. And so he's eligible to start playing US Kids Golf for this fall. We'll see if uh, he's going to do it. His personality is totally different to Katie. He's the complete opposite. So he knows. He gets what's going on. He uh, he would definitely be one that kind of will be, you know, throwing a bit of a temper tantrum if uh, things don't be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what has happened is it's come from him. Like, he's out at every tour. He's not going to come to Worlds next week, but he comes to every single golf tournament that Katie plays in. And he rides around the golf cart. He watches her play. And I just, and he's been doing that since he was, what, two years old? Like, he doesn't remember a time when he didn't do that. So I think he's just always been around golf and watching golf and whatever else. So, you know, he gets it, even though he's yeah. only four, you know. Uh, 